Hi, I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And this week, on This Week with Larry Miller, we talk about what your father sounded like through the walls, what 20 bottles of Jameson's look like in a shopping cart, the joke of the week, and the show's website is acelarrymiller.com. As always, you can listen for free through iTunes or the new Adam Carolla app. We'll see you here. Broadcasting Network. One, two, one, two, three, four. This podcast has been brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com. Slash life lessons. Thanks. See the clock up there? Yeah. Okay, we got to start scatting by 2.20. Okay. Okay? That should be easy, yeah? Yeah, Yeah. shouldn't be a problem at all. I just wanted to make you aware. All right, you guys can start anytime you like. Okay, welcome podcasters uh, to our uh, show today. Our Thanksgiving time. Ray and I are going to be on Adam's uh, Thanksgiving show that follows this. Um... 
And so we're kind of just bursting into the holidays. And what we've been working on in, in here is uh, our willpower, that famous, um, uh, that famous term that speaks of our capacity to put ourselves into the world. Anyway, but I did want to talk about uh, pitfalls along the way, uh, so we have a realistic picture about it. And I'm not working on dreams, but something that might be possible. But before that, we have to see what's actually in the way and what we need to look out for, be prepared for uh, what's coming. So underneath this thin veneer of surface life lives um, other parts of us. We call different eyes, rogue eyes, um, different, uh, different kinds of um, uh, parts of us driven by their own agendas. They're mostly unconscious. No amount of superficial tinkering will ever decrease them. They're stronger than that. It is known by many names, and psychology is called the false self. In the esoteric world, pain body. Um, the, the, the what? <clears throat> In Buddhism, um, it's called the devil's circle, which we'll talk a little bit more about today. Um, Mara, M-A-R-A. It's a paley word, but I'm not sure the exact pronunciation in English. And it means a devil. It means something that gets in the way of, of progress. Not so much a spirited spirit, but um, mostly of a, of a dyna- psychology dynamic. So we have our perspectives. We all have them. They're different. Attitudes, habits, compulsions. As it circles around in this endless round of our personality, these compulsions, these flights, these obsessions, addictions, we are outnumbered by the amount of powers that are going on that we don't see. And talking about that for Ray, we'll check in with Ray and see how he's, how he's doing with those, those powers that are trying to intervene. Wh- in which his... one? <laughs> right. Uh, smoking, okay, good, you know. Um, what other ones do I have? Well, let's just stick with the smoking. I'm doing all right. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, it is a big one. People know that the big... Mm-hmm. Uh, Addictions, eating, drinking, smoking, all those, they're really hard. And Ray, I haven't gained any weight since uh, I quit either. Wow, that's amazing. So you're about 120 or 30 days into it. Yeah. And Are you getting any, any what I call temptations? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a big way. And uh, so... See, that's, what, that's coming along. That's part of the forces I'm talking about. We, we might say something in, you know, in our thinking that I would like this to happen, I would like that to happen. But yeah, that's called dreaming from the waste, right? Right. I mean, that's what I call it anyway. But um, It's tough, though, but uh, you can... 
Well, I definitely use the, um, you know, and I've scaled down with the lozenges. I'm not nearly on as many as I was, like when I OD'd on them. So that scaled down. But, I mean, other things bring it on. Like when I'm, when I'm drinking, that, that will tempt you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one. And then um, certain people tempt me. Yeah. You know, that I know as a smoker or that smokes in front of me, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like no one on my crew smokes. And for the most part, people I run into on a daily basis don't smoke. But then I have some friends who, you know, are avid smokers. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they're cognizant or conscious of it. It's just, you know, you see him smoking and you want to go for it. Yeah. Ray, see. how do you handle the temptation, like especially with drinking, where... Like, well, I, I'm not know. hanging out with people. I, I usually drink alone, which might be another thing. Uh, but <laughs> I usually don't hang out with at bars. I'm not very good at it. Not right now, anyway. But, but even even alone, when it's you know, like I don't I, have a cigarette near me, well, and nobody's around. That's and I'm not you know smelling it. Smelling it's a big trigger. Smelling is a huge mm-hmm. one for me. You know, any 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 odor kind of thing is is a trigger with some things. But that for me especially. But I'll just abstain or I'll, I'll get a lozenger or I'll walk around or I'll go, no, 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 write it out, write it out, write it out, you know, and you talk to yourself. So there's a lot of <clears throat> influences out there, pro and con. Uh, and we're outnumbered by the powerful forces, particularly uh, the forces that are unknown to us. Um, and sometimes you really have to check out your environments. If you're really trying for particularly a, an addiction uh, or a strong compulsion, you have to see the, about what kind of environment am I putting myself in and will it be too much to make? Uh, will it be too too strong? In other words, we got to see where we relapse, where we get close to temptation to relapse. What's, what was the closest do you think you've had so far? A mm, um, couple of them. The, hanging out with um, an old friend, you know, and him smoking. Uh, that was the closest. So he was in the same room, you were yeah. there together? Yeah, outside, oh, hanging outside. out, talking about his 55 kids, actually six. But um, that, was, that was tempting, mm, so big you, time. Okay. And then if if I if if you know, I had been that in cahoots like hanging out with a, an old buddy or something like that in cahoots with alcohol would definitely put me mm-hmm. over. That I have to be that I have to be cognizant of. And then you know social things will get me too, especially if it's you know fun frolic time or whatever that I tend to get out of myself and mm-hmm. become something you know parties that kind of thing yeah. look out like having to see my family tomorrow mm-hmm. which should be that should be fine though any smokers one mm-hmm. yeah the one i'm driving with for three oh, hours <laughs> well considering I, smell ironically trigger, that enough be, that should be good because i'm sure he'll be able to yeah nah, he'll be fine i'll be fine with him he yeah he's not Usually, I won't surrender myself that easily. 
Where are you headed that you have a three-hour drive ahead of you? Uh, out to my older brother's lake house. He has a lake house out in, um, I forget even where it is, like Lake El- Elsinore area. Oh, nice. So it's kind of a haul. Yeah. And see my Amerasian nephew and see, you know, family. That I have, I feel like I have absolutely no relation to. <laughs> what are you going to well, do, Jim? Uh, I'm... I'm I'm going over to Adams. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do yearly. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering free audiobooks to give you a chance to try their service. One audiobook to consider is In 50 Years We'll All Be Chicks. I mean, if you want, you know, Adam wrote it. For a free audio book of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com backslash life lessons. And thank you. Um, so podcasters, you heard what Ray just said. There's, think for yourself, if you're really on to working on a kind of a personal addiction for those that may be doing that uh, in any of the strong fields of drugs, um, uh, alcohol and sexual addictions. There's some of uh, the most powerful ones are the sexual addictions, and see, if, see, and, and what and where they come and how they come, and what environments. Um, you see, because sexuality is so kind of kind of running wild side of it in this generation. Um, uh, and with, with the advent of pornography and regular television and all kinds of passive entertainments is a real um, possibility of stimulation in an area if uh, one is having a compulsion in that area, doing it to excess. Um, so we're outnumbered. What's, um, what's the scale on that? I got to know because I might have a problem. <laughs> What is what is what does that mean exactly? Well, it means that if in some way you're um, either depleting from a or lessening from a a relation, a natural sexual relation, whatever that would be, that this is um, that the addiction is uh, is um, not allowing you to participate as much. Either that, or if the addiction is related. To the other partner too, and um, um, so if you reference booty call three as your girlfriend, you're in trouble. That's boot- how I'm seeing it. That's like a fake movie I just made up. Oh, okay. <laughs> one knows by where one is in life and what one is trying for, uh, particularly related to consciousness. So there's no particular one. We kind of know when we're doing things. Of excess in drinking and food, and particularly this holidays coming up with food, um, we 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 know when we're going kind of going overboard sometimes. Are you still tempted in that area? Oh sure. Like tomorrow when this spreads all out there and everything, will you be? Do you check yourself? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, of course that. I mean that spread tomorrow will be, you know. It's a nice one. Yeah. I've been there You've a couple. Been there before. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's... Uh, see, another thing about willpower is an interesting part about it. Uh, part that we don't ever talk about much is its inhibiting power. In other words, we know it as something you reach out for, you go after, but how it inhibits is probably more important. Um, and I, I don't think I've ever spoke of it in that way. Um, well, it leaves you out, doesn't it? I mean, if you succumb to whatever it is that you're trying to overcome or dealing with, and then there's a backlash to it, and it and it takes over in another way, and then you're not open to whatever it might be that could be in front of you. Right. Or maybe, probably is in front of you, but you just can't see it because of your blinders. Yeah, yeah. So remember that we're out, we call it being outnumbered by a lot of forces. So we're going, that's why we're going to have to handle it more scientifically. Um, and I'm going to go into that in just a moment. Um, so this, devil, this Buddhist idea of a devil's circle, uh, it's like hey, a man... Jim, Jim, before we get into Buddha, can we, can we get into Amazon for a sure. second? Thanks. Hey, you guys, this is Ray with Life Lessons with Jim Carolla. And this is a plea, because business is business, and our business isn't doing so well. So please help us out. You got that? And I'm not kidding. Help us out. So go to Life Lessons' website and click through the Amazon banner and help us. Come on. Now that's a plea, and it's a good one. Do so. Thanks. Okay, so let's take for a moment of all these different ways of describing this, that the Buddhist has this idea of uh, the, de- the devil's circle. Um, a man, uh, man, a man, it's like a man lost in the desert that just keeps walking around for hours and hours, and he's, um, he's not able to go the right direction because he's stuck in this walk, just going around and around, and uh, f- f- that comes uh, around the fixations and the compulsions and um, spending of money or whatever, whatever they are, um, the addictions in particular. Now, so something, he needs some kind of intervention rather than just circling. He has to get back on the main path sort of to get back home or to get back to, to town. Um, you know, the American Indians have one. They just have draw a line in the sand, like a big circle, and they kind of do a lot of uh, rituals and so on. And uh, tell, uh, almost like a hypnotic, they tell the man that... Uh, he has to get out of the cycle, but there's a wall around the cycle. And so for hours on, they're beating the drums and so on. The person can't, even though he could walk right over, it's just a line in the sand. He's not able to get out of that circle. He's hypnotically dead caught circling. Something like that on some level is happening for us too when we're caught in that, in that kind of way. Um, you know, the funny part about in the devil's circle, um, it, it's a huge thing to even even see that you're in the circle. Because when I think back on my past or past relationships or whatever I've had or what whatever has come down the pike, you know, there was a certain way I would react, no matter what, didn't matter, you know. But I, and but I wasn't even aware that that was part of the cycle 
at the time especially. I mean, now I am, you know, and I, I've been going through stuff lately too, and there's, there's a certain pattern that I could follow that I know. But, um, you know, and I'm, I'm white-knuckling it not succumbing to that, mm. you know, because I know that path, it's too easy. Mm. It's a gimme path. But that's, it's definitely the devil circle path. Mm. Fucking circle, though. Yeah. But, I mean, you, most people aren't even I, – I see people in their circles and they're not – I don't know how, that many people that are aware of it. Yeah, it takes a very – you know, to see the circles we're in takes a special almost intervention, either of someone in our life or sometimes something we read or uh, seeing a film or something. Um, going to therapy is a, a good help with – but something – we, in other words, we're in a, just the way that fellow, that Indian, was caught. That's, it's, a, it's a hypnotic trance, and we don't even know we're doing it. So we're talking about being... Uh, later on, we're going to talk about um, uh, ways of uh, seeing it and, and working our way out of it. But we have to be realistic. We're under something much stronger than what we realize. Not only does the devil circle block the way of, to freedom, but tricks one into following many false paths that promise freedom. That's the big one. We're going down false roads. We're, we're, doing, we're doing false things that's promised as, oh, this will do it. It's like, with, like relationship, uh, love. Or, it's love that'll really, um, romantic love that'll really change your life and all kinds of things. Um, what do you mean? It doesn't? <laughs> um, and, and different different ways where we're going to follow certain other things. And follow. It'll take you far, too. Yeah. You can run with that one for... You could run to Texas. Yeah. One could run an entire lifetime down false paths that never release them to be a free person. Do you okay. do you think in your like when you look when you look in retrospect on the things you've done would you I I consider my parents marriage a false path you know what I'm saying when I look at their marriage I mean I don't know if that's right for me to say or anything but I mean it, it's not it's not something that I want to replicate can't now because of how old I am you know they got married very young yeah you know, so I look at stuff like that, and that, that's it kind of overwhelms me. Yeah, I mean, people that didn't have a chance to kind of know what we know or exposed to <clears throat> things we've been exposed to, and and they had their you know, they went on whatever the culture and the time. I mean, I come from an immigrant family, so they just you know they're poor, and and they went on and on, no matter no matter what would happen. But for us folks, we're hoping for this show, that this show could help you to be, um, begin to see things in a different way. Um, we're hoping uh, for that. Um, so now, let's, let's see, let's move on to, to another part of it. Uh, okay, now, so we're finding out that there's more to it than we think, and that the first step is willpower. We'll, we'll, we'll say it that way. But um, 
that's going to need other things coming. But the real power, we can build the muscle, we can develop the muscle, real power that could lead to something else. So podcasters, what are you doing? Are you getting involved in this at all? Um, Are you trying small things? Testing the waters? Let us hear from you. Uh, Of course, we could be a little of a support for what you're going through and how particularly Ray um, doing so well with his uh, with his uh, smoking, stopping of smoking. So please send us your stories to uh, either our Twitter account, LLWJC, the initials for the show, or uh, Jim Carolla at AdamCarolla.com. Okay, so Gary gave you a way, a way to do that. Now this part I'm going to call, um, because we've got to get some signs into this, the science of personal uh, change. There's a lot of work going on in the country, uh, in the sciences, about um, things that they're uncovering. But I'm going to talk about it in a way that each of us have to be our own scientists. So we're just not taking just things from the outside, but we're, we kind of have the, we're the scientists and we're also the subject at the same time. We want to build that scientist in us that's going to be demanding more facts and watching us more closely, studying what we're doing more uh, uh, clearly. Um, it's like you picture that guy with the clipboard inside us that we could actually begin to confer, can talk to, because we, we don't want this based on illusion. We want this to be unique to your particular problem. You see the difference between that and just following things from magazines and even this show, um, following things just from books or magazines or advice, where you actually begin to feel like you want to take, you want to take part in a, in a more knowledgeable skillful way. Yeah, I, I do a thing where um, I figure, all right, I've, I've done enough today. And, you know, I, I, and then I go, all right, I'm going through a trying time. I'll give myself this break or whatever mm-hmm. I do. I, you know, you have this whole dialogue with yourself. Like, it's all right to go home right now and jerk off and take a nap. You know, that's okay. You know, and you, you kind of coddle yourself or whatever the hell you're doing. And um, I've been catching that lately and going, you know, it's, it's kind of – and talking to it. And within speaking to it, it's um, – you can, you can take it to a different place where you're not surrendering to yourself or your old self anyway, what you know so well. You know, and then you're getting more done or you're going in a different direction or you got a little cleaner with something. Mm-hmm. And – that that comes from a, a different spot than, like the devil's circle, for instance. Mm. Yeah, um, I like the term the way Ray said that. There's like really a choice if we could really be aware at these um, crucial moments in our life um, where we can go one way or the other. Will we make the choice for, as Ray said? The old self, who's there begging for it, who's setting up every impulse it can for us to come home to that. 
or the struggle with the new self or uh, or it can even be a feeling you know like you're downtrodden or feeling you know sorry for yourself or down and out and then you know what i uh, i know this feeling you know i'm not buying it mm-hmm. uh, so pack it up junior mm-hmm. or you know it's okay you can sit there and do what you need to do but there's other stuff that needs to be done yeah you know just so you don't have to go down you know <clears throat> that beaten path that one knows all too well or maybe not you know mm-hmm. and that possibility w- lays within in that moment Okay, folks, I'm looking look at the clock and seeing what we have, another five minutes or so. <clears throat> um, so let's, let, let's see now what we're doing. Let's get in, giving a couple of what we call source points. Number one, love what you hate. <laughs> That's a funny one. That means, you know, we have dislikes and dislikes and have all kinds of opinions about things, but to to begin to see something in front of you that you might have always said, well, you know, I wouldn't think of of looking into that or doing that or something where suppose you made a special special effort to really look at that. So since it's in the category of... Um, um, in some way, using our past perspective, it's difficult or it doesn't work. But if I took a different attitude, here's that word again, a different attitude towards it I'd be, might be quite different. Oh, that's sunny. <laughs> the second source is do what you can't. Well, this is very related to the first. Pick something this week, for example, and don't make it really hard that you use this term, I, things I say that I can't do, I'm going to pick a small one and say, I'm going to really try to do this this week. I'm going to make a resolution uh, to do this myself. Okay, now, let me get back to the crucial, the combination of the crucial moment and the vital behavior. See what that's about. A crucial moment, as Ray has spoken to us about in the cigarette world of his uh, addiction, but we have it in every level, the food world, the sexual world, the spending world, all of those that you make, you make an aim or a task and then you come to a place in it, sometime either during the day or something, where it's a crucial moment. This is a crossroads. This is going to be easy to relapse right in this moment. And you actually note it. Remember, we all should have our little book um, and noted it. Two o'clock this afternoon, blah, 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 blah. And I went down for that break and I wanted to have a, you know, candy bar or something. Whatever it is. Um, And feel that crucial moment. And note it. And note what you went through at that time, too. And eventually, begin to make a plan about the crucial moments 
that we know that we're going to meet. So uh, I remember the one that I, I tell you, here's a strange one that I do. But um, in walking, I walk a certain distance. Uh, I live around um, Eaton Canyon. It's quite hilly around there. So um, when I get to what I call my ending going uphill thing, um, and I wanted to go 500 more uh, steps, as I got to the crest of this hill to turn back, because now I'm tired, my huffing and puffing old man, I do something, this is what I use, it's a famous, I flap my ears. This is, a, this is an old uh, Buddhist thing. In other words, as I, as I come to the top of the hill, and I know I'm, I'm going to now try to substitute a behavior, because my, all, all my other parts are saying, go home, you've had it, you're 80 years old, you're not expected to be walking that far, all that's coming up. And then when I, get, I begin to flap my ears. You just get the back of your ears and you just flap them out. I do about 50 of them, flapping them. What that does, physiologically, it has the, bro- the blood come up to the head. Uh. And it gives you an energy. Just try it sometimes. Do it any- I do that in the morning sometimes, you too. You could punch yourself in the head, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> um... So what you do, do you do it quickly or do you just, just go rhythm, like flap, in a rhythm? Flap, 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 flap. You'll start to feel it right away. You know, you've got to get behind the ears. You know. It makes sense. And you'll feel that your face will glow and then, and then I continue on. That's a, good, that's a good one. I learned that from Dr. Juan. Who was it? Dr. Chin? No. Forget his name now. Okay, um, so now you pick a behavior, something. Uh, when I'm about to do that, I'll walk backwards. Or something that, you see, you're looking for something that will break the chain of the negative thoughts about it. Mm. And everybody can find their own in this one. Um, where you get a little spurt of energy just when you think you're... Um, You've ran out of it. I'm going to be That's calling, funny that you, you related it to breaking the chain of you know, negative thoughts, like the, the ant thing. It goes back to that. Mm. I didn't put that together until you just said that it breaks the chain of negative thoughts. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that idea, as Ray's pointing out, is, is one that if we can find that space where the negativity is taken over, and instead of just merely what we usually do, follow the impulse of it, we have to find some way to stop, to become more deliberate. Okay. Okay. All right, folks. So remember that. Let's just... note, feel good. Okay. One, two. One, two, three. Okay, so at the beginning of this, I always do that little review. And one of the main important things in this review you can take uh, with you is this idea of a um, crucial moment. Really note that word crucial moment. I mean, you're now very aware of what's going on. And at this point, you're never going to study those. Write them down. Write the times on which you go. Make a comment about it in your book. And then the vital behavior is a high leverage action that leads to a result 
that you want. Say that again. Okay. Vital reaction. Okay. The vital behavior is any high leverage action that leads you to the results you want, your aim, whatever that is. So the, the crucial moments tell you when you are at risk. Crucial moments. Excuse me. Let me just let me give it. Finish it up with that. The crucial moments tell you when you're at risk of collapse or you're at risk. Um, the vital behavior tells you what to do. Uh, that's the idea. I, that was in a nutshell. Now you, can, you can see what I said. So, um, okay, well, oh, I see my grandchildren as Jif came in. Whoa, <laughs> we see old Sonny, that kid. He's an absolute dude. Yeah, he's a dude. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. Where's that hey, dude boy with that Sonny Corolla? Where's, where's our other girl? I don't see her. Talia isn't here. Oh, Talia's not here. Okay. I must add First time be ever here. been separated. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the grandchildren. Oh, no, no. I mean, Sonny's here anyway. I haven't seen him for a while. Um, so remember that combination. Crucial moment will bring you to a place, and um, the vital behavior will tell you what to do. And happy that, Thanksgiving, by the uh, way, yeah, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, Jim, yeah. Ray, and all of our, uh, yes, all our, our podcast people. You. Remember, keep those twitters coming in and let us know what are you going through. Woo. One, two, one, two, three. Reach the show on Twitter at LLWJC or email us at Jim Carolla at AdamCarolla.com. Ha ha ha!